Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night, I Love You Guys podcast. I'm your host, Dexter. I'm seeing a lot of nervous faces tonight. Maybe people didn't record. It's fine. Favorite uh, Tamagotchi is growing up. I had a T-Rex. It pooped everywhere. I was very, I was a bad father. This is Alex playing Caden Lux, and I don't think I ever got my Tamagotchi to grow past its, like, baby phase. This is Matt playing Gordon. Uh, I had one that was like kind of an octopus. I don't. I don't really remember. I'm old. That was a long time ago. This is Fish playing Tor, and I had a Tamagotchi too, but I also didn't hit record for like two seconds. I'm sorry, Dex. It was just because I lost the fucking window. It's my bad. I'm sorry, Tom. Go ahead, real quick. <laughs> and I am Quizzic Lang, and I never owned a Tamagotchi. I play with crawdads and sticks in the creek. <laughs> and a potato gun. Uh, recap of last time, you guys uh, made a couple new friends. Uh, you, you know, saw some paternal affection, uh, maybe first time for some of y'all, long time for a couple others. It's been a long time. Uh, got some some really cool clothes, uh, went and had a fancy dinner party, and got a bunch of cool magic items. And now you're going to uh, play a heist uh, scenario this evening. Two points of order. Mm. Quizzic has a cursed nutcracker. Yes. Very important. He also has a letter from his father. Both of those, yes. That's it. Thank you for that. We'll get into more daddy issues later on. I don't doubt uh, those. I love my dad. He's fucking awesome. We don't Heist believe time. he exists. Heist time. Heist time. So uh, for tonight's episode, we're going to do some weird stuff. Uh, and I've pulled in a game mechanic from a Powered by the Apocalypse game called Blades in the Dark. That's all about running heists and uh, has this uh, really funky, funny flashback mechanic in it uh, where you can, you know, help yourself in the now times by flashing back to the past times. And then you don't have to hear people plan a heist for fucking four hours and then do it and still fuck up. So uh, we're going to do that tonight. That's fun in its own right, though. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to hear you plan for like three hours, though. I stand by that. So, uh... Just so everyone else knows the rules, flashbacks, uh, everybody gets at least one. Uh, they get more if they have an intelligence modifier above one. And uh, they trigger the flashback by saying a, a cheesy heist movie line similar to like, all according to plan or right on schedule or whatever Ocean's Eleven inspired bullshit you can think of. Uh, we'll do some relevant checks, figure out what the hell happened because of the flashback. Uh, and then jump back into the present. Um, but our big mission for the evening is to figure out what the ship was doing, who did whatever happened to this ship, if there are any survivors, and uh, what does the city guard already know? And steal the golden skull. Got it. And steal the golden skull. So do we start in the refrigerator after a nuclear explosion? Is that... Which one? That's, That's a Indiana skull. Jones four. Yeah, uh, yeah. We don't talk about that one. I want to talk about how that refrigerator would have opened, and there would just be like jelly on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> jelly in a hat. It been very, very warm. <laughs> Written by George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of it is all Shia LaBeouf. Oh god! Oh, god. That's, that's where the huts came from. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, as with any good heist, getting caught is a really bad idea. And being identified is a really bad idea. Good thing we all took truth serum before we started this this heist. Yeah. Chiboys are all very good uh, at remembering all the wonderful characters that we have met so far, both in this city or that can be available in a reasonable uh, flashback scene. And so they're going to do that stuff. <sighs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring us in here. I'm going to set the mood real quick. Okay? Because I've got poetry for you all. And we're going to get into this heist. Are we ready? Hit me with hey, it. I do, I do have a question. Oh, God. You're killing my, my mood. Is it is it one plus our intelligence modifier, or is it just our intelligence modifier? It's your intelligence modifier, and if it's a negative number like our dear, dear, sweet friend Torin, uh, he gets one flashback. So oh. I think you guys... <laughs> <clears throat> All right, we're getting transported now. It's time. On a dark autumn night, at some unthinkable hour, men plotted, they planned, in a lush, magical tower. Their scheming at end, they rolled up their charts, committed to dodging the watch and the guards. They'll tell it themselves, I just put it in rhyme. How after plotting and planning, now's come the time to stealth off to where that boat ran ashore, which, apart from its current questionable moorage, seemed too tasty a prize to leave to the fuzz. Amidst rubble, and rabble, the whole city abuzz, all waiting breath held for some shred of news of what losing a ship might bring the elf folk to do. Enough of my prattling, I'm sure your patience wears thin. Now let's see how they do it. All ready? Let's begin. Well done, sir. Well done. I love it. Very much enjoyed that. Is that what you spent the past half hour doing? Oh, yeah. I've just been sitting here masturbating in Garage Band. Um, <laughs> Worth it. There is a there is a version of that where I sing in falsetto the actual lyrics of that aria. That's uh, it's coming not at the good. end of the episode. That's at the end of the episode. Uh, or never around. going to be heard ever. Stick around Depends. after the credits, folks. Ooh, I don't know. Um, you all stealth at, out at the the dark hour of midnight, making your way down to the uh, the harbor where the ship has run aground. The aurora is out to guide your night, but is otherwise dark and calm. Uh, anything you are preparing on your way down to the ship? I would like to help us all disguise ourselves. Yeah? I can, I can assist with that, because yeah. I, too, have a disguise kit. So we just put a mustache on Torin and go, yeah. he's different. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty hard to hide. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. How are you going to hide the six and a half foot tall tiefling with four horns? You're that tall? You're six and a half feet tall? Yeah, bruh. <laughs> that's a good six and a half feet tall and 85 pounds I'm, I'm lanky I'm lanky as fuck it is so it's been an ambiguous number of days uh, since you guys have started plotting and planning and stuff so where there is room in this for flashing back um, you have put on a disguise kit of some kind yeah 
which is cool. So you guys don't look like you. So Fantastic. I'm not wearing the blue tuxedo anymore. My new signature blue blue tuxedo. I want to look like like full like like street thief. Yeah, subtle. <laughs> got a rat. Yeah, I feel got like a rat. Torn and Quizzic are like like the jigs up if they see you with us. Like two giant six and a half foot tall people. <laughs> One of them has horns and a tail. Even if I'm trying to wear a disguise, someone's going to be like, is is that Quizzic Lang? And I'll be like, well, of course it is. You, you've recognized <laughs> me. I've, yeah. I happen to have met one of my fans. It's such Quizzic a pleasure. Lang opens combat with, I'm Quizzic Lang! <laughs> fuck, fuck me running, we've already failed. What if, what if we make Quizzic go around on all fours and we paint him green? Now he's just a big lizard. What if we actually just got these two guard uniforms? And Quizzic a top hat. <laughs> yeah, you all you all are making your way down, and and we'll we'll uh, justify the use of the mechanic by just just playing it out and seeing what the fuck happens. You all make it down to the docks, and you can see uh, the boat is still run aground, uh, and it's in slightly better shape than the last time you saw it. In that in that it's not on fire um, in places Aww. that's been put That's's out. Good. So it's it's improvement. A modest improvement there uh, for the tugboating industry. Um, around out uh, amongst the rubble, there's a small circle of guards sitting around a file putting some thick dollop of slush into cups uh, and taking drinks of it and generally small talking. Um, there's also a, a couple other guards uh, walking around in the rubble with dogs sniffing around, presumably looking to see if there are still survivors under there. You all need to get to this boat. And how are you doing that? Very carefully. That's a that's a good plan. That's a good start. I like where the I like where it's at. Is any part of the boat in the wa- like in the water or is it all aground? Nope, uh, the back the back part of it uh in nautical terms the butt of the ship. Uh, yeah, that's the what ass. they call yes. it. The ass. There's yeah, you have the butt of the ship and at the top of that is the poop deck because yeah. Anyways, so that is in in the water. Yes. The front half of it or so is run aground on like the stone and mortar dock that runs along the the harbor itself uh but the back half the butt end of the boat is still in water is the ship still like inside like is part of it inside like a destroyed building because that's how gordon and i got on last time um i think in kind of the intervening days some of that's been cleared out it's not exactly the same uh, pathway up there. What's the guard situation like around this bad boy? Uh, again, you have about three or four guards that you can see with dogs that are kind of actively roving about, sniffing in the rubble near the ship. Uh, and you've got a ring of about five guards in between shifts that are sitting around this campfire, uh, dolloping out their gray uh, gruel. They're eating gruel. I'm going to give it away. But it was a big secret that they were they were eating gruel. I thought I was hooch. Yeah, I thought it was some kind of like like New Orleans style slushy alcohol beverage. Can, you know, retcon. It's 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 grits. It's shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. That's way better than gruel. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's uh, I'm. These are well fed guards. They're they're looking well. You can kind of hear them hear them chattering a little bit uh, to each other. They're they're fairly somber though. Boy, um, hmm. so guys, I I don't want to spoil the fun, but. I'm not going to sneak past that many people. I just, like, I'm not, I'm, 
I'm not saying I refuse. I'm saying it can't happen. I just, I know what I'm capable of. My knees creak loud enough that they're going to notice. All according to plan. So now we're in the flashback planning. <laughs> we're in the flashback. Milo is polishing a standard whiskey jar. Uh, he's He's got a, a couple shots lined out, keeping Quizzic at bay. He's, so, uh... What can I do for you, boy? Well, we've we've got a job coming up, and uh, was wondering if you would mind saving up some of your your table scraps for a few a few nights for us. Ooh, those usually go to the old uh, the whelps, you know. I've got a, a big pack pack of dragons. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm the world's most eligible bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> what uh? He says with you... a, a, a tinge of a cry. You have? Are you running an underground dragon whelp? Like a, 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 are you well, are you running a dragon mill out of the basement of this place? That is unsafe, sir. Hey, Gordon, 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 lad. Yes. Is this guy a narc? To be honest, I'm not quite sure yet. All I'm saying is, dragons, if not sent to the proper home, are a danger to themselves and others. I. That's what I'm counting on. I mean, I, I'm doing no such thing. We're getting a little <laughs> off topic here. Sorry, Miss Scraps. <laughs> yes, Scraps. Uh, I think I can arrange that. That's not a big ask. When do you need them by? However many days it is until the heist. That's <laughs> <laughs> a heist. Fine, fuck it. Perfect. <laughs> I didn't just say so. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me look at my calendar. A heist night is in two nights, and that is when the guards have to get switched out with idiot guards so that the heists can happen. Yes, two nights. <laughs> Two nights for the, the idiot guard heist. All right. We'll do that for you, boy. I'll set him out somewhere inconspicuous. You know, back there next to Quizzic's old chair back. Much obliged. You still have that? I I kept it in a frame for you, boy, in case you ever came back to Smash, drinking in the alley. Smashing case for Oh, boy. Uh, and we flash back forward into the future. You have used a flashback, so please mark that. I think you have... Two? I have two, yes. Cool, cool. We flash back forward, and you reach into your bag for a slimy slop of food scraps. Yeah, I'm going to distract the dogs. That's beautiful. Roll me <clears throat> an animal handling check with persuasion. Uh, with advantage is the with word. Persuasion. <laughs> oh, animal handling with persuasion. is something I'm bad at. Animal persuasion. A 15. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I mean, these are specifically scent dogs that are looking around for people. And catching a whiff of that sweet, sweet kitchen meat mm. uh, immediately starts sending them uh, in a scurry trying to find out wherever it is. And they're just like pulling the, the guards that uh, yank them around uh, all over the place as they try and find the scent of this, this scrap that you have laid out. Are they bloodhounds? Uh, they're, they're bloodhounds, yeah. You can see their big, big, big troopy ears. <laughs> Perfect. So you've got these dogs that are distracted looking for meat. Press on. What are we doing here? Well, we got rid of part of the guards. Did the, did the guards go with them? Like, were the, the handlers follow the dogs while they're baying at the food? Yeah, the dogs The dogs have yanked them on a, a wild food chase uh, as they are being pulled away from the boat to find meats. Yeah, what's, what's the guard situation like now, Dex? So you've got the 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 four dog handlers are all being pulled away from the boat, 
in order to uh, to chase down kitchen scraps. And you've got about five guards sitting at a fire uh, pretty far off from the boat itself, but uh, they are they're hanging out there around a fire. What if we swim up to the back of the boat so that the non-sneaky boys don't have to be sneaky, and then they can just climb? Right, because they won't be sloshing in the water. No, we, we yeah, swim also, underneath the surface under underwater. I'm also wearing I'm also wearing chainmail. Okay, so you walk nowhere. on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm... <laughs> oh, okay, cool. We all have underwater breathing, right? No. Um, I, I does think, somebody I, have? I think all according to plan. Torn and Quizzic don't hold take on. part in the sneak. The, does does somebody does somebody have an illusion spell that we can cast on like the other side of the fire to make them look in that direction? Even Ooh. just like a Do flickery, a, fiery... Like fairy lights, or prestidigitation, or... Hell, hell yeah, I do. Oh, so do I. Let's start there before we waste an all according to plan. I cast <laughs> the best cantrip in the game. Dancing, Dancing lights! lights. <laughs> <laughs> and I make take it, it. I make it look like a, a, a faint, ill-formed humanoid shape. <laughs> Uh, approaching, <laughs> approaching the guard uh, from a distance in the direction of the the scraps, the direction of the scraps. Uh, and you you hear one of them scream out, "Oh God, it's aliens again! Oh God, it's coming back for me! It's aliens! <laughs> it's aliens! They're coming! They're coming for me! The fuck is aliens? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, the, do the guards appear to be sufficiently distracted? Oh yeah, they're they're free. The one that's like freaking out over getting abducted by aliens again is like causing a real a real rabble so all right boys good, good improvising now's our chance i mean uh should we go yeah let's go we go give me everybody sneak checks with advantage yeah. got some really good distractions going on and we can still play D and a 14 a 25 with advantage 13 a 13 and a 19 very good. Uh, yeah, in in summation, all these are perfect because these are super super distracted guards right now. Um, you got both groups of them, so you sneak by without a chance and start uh, moving your way up uh, to. Uh, I have to narc on myself. I have disadvantage for stealth. But you, but he gave you advantage, so it cancels out. It was just a single roll. You're fine. Uh, you say that, but my first roll was a two. Oh shit! I didn't even see the first roll. Uh, I mean, th- three of four of you passed, and I'm going to call it good uh, as okay. a, a party check. Uh, but that was very party I'll check. Give you a, I'll give you a, a gold star for telling for being honest with the DM. It's so I'm good. running and I trip. <laughs> Just eat it. <laughs> but, I turned, like, Ow. but these guys helped me turn it into a roll and pull me up, so it was any time. <laughs> We're like guiding you with our hands into a roll. Go 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 go. Ooh! My legs! I'm sneaking! Oh, I twisted my ankle! (laughs) My back! My back! Um, you successfully sneak past the guards. They have attached a a ladder now to the side of the boat, and you have climbed aboard the top of the deck. Um, it is quiet up here. Can we pull the ladder up behind us? Uh, you want to do that? Go for it. Yeah. You pull the you pull the ladder up uh, and rest in there. 
Again, rolling with that same kind of stealth check there. Uh, But it's super, super quiet. Nice work. Um, You have now gotten up here. And there's just enough light atop the the deck here that you can see on the deck. Uh, Roll me some perception checks now that you have a little bit extra time to really scout out the ship. Doing super well. 14, 16. Quizzic. Quizzic and Caden. Um... Maybe y'all are out of breath from from sneaking around, uh, but a six and a seven isn't very good. Torin and Gordon, um, you look around and see there there are gash marks and stuff in the deck itself. There's one mass that has been snapped and splintered in half, um, but there is no other obvious damage on the outside of the ship that would suggest uh, cannon fire or that it was under some kind of of big assault. It looks to be more superficial scrapes and stuff around uh, the top of the boat, which is is perplexing. Um, do you do see the remnants of where pitch spilled over and stuff was burning, a couple of uh, railings that have been charred around the side of the boat. Uh, and lastly, you see just below the snap in the mast, uh, there is a nail tacked in there. Uh, and upon closer examination, there's a small strip of paper that looks like uh, a larger piece of paper was ripped off of it. You also see the old stairs that uh, Gordon and Caden fell down, uh, and they've attached another ladder near the storage hold for access below decks. What's the guard situation on deck? There's no guards currently up on, on the deck of the boat. Gordon, Gordon, you want to check below and make sure there are no guards on the deck below us before we start stomping around up here? Yes. Yeah, Gordon would like to go where he was before, because he's going to make some active comparisons between then and now. Cool. Up here on the deck, it is it is mostly featureless. Gordon is going downstairs and going to roll probably in a, a perception or an investigation check to look for guards and differences as he scouts his way around. A five investigation. It's very good. It's very, very good. Um, you go back downstairs uh, where you've been before. It is a, it's pretty dark in here. You don't get the benefit of like kind of regular old sunlight coming through. The aurora is not really giving you a ton of extra uh, uh, light. Uh, but you can still see that the cannons are kind of neatly laid out at their cannon holes. Um, they've got boxes next to them that are, are locked up, and you see the door to the captain's quarters to the back end of this particular deck. There's also a set of stairs that go down even further. But you don't see any guards. Do I see the locked-up iron grates that I saw last time? Yeah, you had the the crates there. They sit kind of near the, uh, the cannons themselves, and you have... Uh, a, a couple sitting more towards the back where the the captain's quarters are. Can I try and get in there? You can. Yeah, roll a lockpicking check. Thieves' tools, 16. That's very good. Um, yeah, you find the one that had given you so much trouble last time and just maybe out of stubbornness uh, decided to go at it again. That's exactly and, why I did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Slip the, the thieves' tools into the lock, twist them around, and with a quick click, uh, it is 
uh, open. And inside you, you see a number of uh, military uniforms and some light arms uh, for the soldiers there, including a, a very fine cloak um, that uh, you could take if you wanted to. It's kind of this, this green silk with gold trim, uh, and it has this nice little, little hood over top of it. Um, and it looks like a, a very form-fitting, and uh, as you pick it up and examine it, it, it really doesn't even rustle. It's very, very quiet. I, I would like to take that. Okay. I also would like to take uh, example pieces of the uniforms and arms. Just I, I, okay. I just want evidence. Okay. You're picking up uh, uniforms and arms. And these are, again, these are light arms, stuff like uh, daggers with kind of like the Nofessen crest on it, this uh, Triskelion three-leaved pattern uh, kind of engraved into the blade, um, but nothing super fancy schmancy there. Uh, do you signal to the other boys that it is Coast Clear? Yeah, I, I wave the signal at Torin. And he clomps uh, down I the stairs. I try to sneak ahead. The guards down below are maybe uh, too far off to hear some of this, given the waves there. But you are are certainly thudding around the ship uh, as you kind of come down. I'm tiptoeing, but it's still like boom. It's just creaking. Caden, I I think you have the the right idea. I think we need to get a, uh, a hold of the captain's logs, the navigation records, and uh, what whatnot. As long as the city guard hasn't taken it, I'm pretty sure they would still be in there. I'm going to try the door to the captain's quarters. I go with Caden. Sure, sure. Uh, as you all kind of come down the stairs and look around, would you guys like to do a perception investigation check too? Uh, sure. Yes. Came to the 14. That's good. Especially, Caden, because you would be able to compare it. Quiz 18. Yeah, the the general chaos and, and everything that was there... Uh, general chaos? Has been... Has <laughs> just, been major pain. Just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> For all you listeners out there who don't have the pleasure of seeing Tom and I on video, we uh, we just saluted each other. <laughs> so bad. Um, I do feel like you all are are a, a beam of chaos in my life sometimes. Aww. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I know you um, really mean that. Things have, things have been cleaned up a little bit since the last time you've seen this, Caden. Uh, for one, there aren't bodies lying around. Uh, that's a pretty clear change. <laughs> Everybody's still saluting me. God damn it. <laughs> General Chaos, attention on that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Did you want to run a serious heist? No, 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 no. I want the, stupid heist. You picked the wrong friends for that. Picked the wrong crew, asshole. We're all laughing so hard at each other's stupid jokes. The guards come up. <laughs> Hey, you're not supposed to be up here. But he said General Chaos, and then he saluted. (laughs) We willingly be arrested and taken away. (laughs) The boat catches on fire again. Worth it. (laughs) It moves moves even further into the city. (laughs) We need to get... Shut up, guys. We need to get into the private quarters. Private quarters? (laughs) Private quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. 
Okay, no, anyway, continue. Tell me. us the difference about how there um, aren't any bodies here anymore. <clears throat> there aren't bodies here anymore. Quizzic, uh, you also noticed that um, a couple of the iron locks on these boxes next to the, the cannons themselves uh, are not locked. They are, are not secured, hmm. um, but are rather open. Seems like somebody isn't uh very careful about the munitions and i open the box <laughs> uh yeah inside there are indeed munitions you see uh regular 32 pound cannonballs as well as uh grape shot um a variety of which there and, and in this are particular the box full or have they been partially expended uh yeah you can you can tell that the ammo stores of the larger cannonballs uh, a couple of them are missing Hmm, perhaps they were able to return fire from their assailants. Was there a firefight? There was a firefight! <laughs> uh, are you going to scream that? If you're yes. screaming that? Yes. Uh, roll a... <laughs> performance check. Make a roll of performance no, check. No, no, no. I'm I want to roll... see how, how well he does the will of I'm the I'm going to roll a did we listen check. How good did we listen not well. Fuck. <laughs> the guards are uh, natural 20. I could have fought din- that and they would have heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. Um. <laughs> it, it didn't help that you squeaked out a fart through your skin tight leather. <laughs> you, uh, you, yeah, you fart uh, as you try and silence yourself and it just gets overwhelming. Um, but uh, you hear from down below uh on the docks. It, you guys hear something? something you guys hear something on a boat? Down below decks, Torin hears that and says to Gordon, ah, just like we planned. All right, and we're flashing back. What are we flashing back to? All right, so Quizzic, remember how you played that banger on the do- on the dock? <laughs> and like, it was a total, like, it was totally, like, off the cuff. I think you're really strong with those. I'm and have I've a heard... sleep at the bar. What? I, I, I've heard... I've heard how good you are at performing. Huh? Oh. And I thought I heard you mention one time that you had some pretty wicked ventriloquist skills. Is that is that true? <laughs> uh, you, you know, I, I, I hate to admit it, but as a traveling performer, I'm often um, at the whims of my audience. And at some point, I have had to dabble in um, ventriloquism. So, you know, back from my soldiering days, one of the, you know, fundamental things we used to do when we were guarding something is patrol it regularly. So I think the best way, one of the best things that we should do to keep the guards from doing that is to keep them busy. So maybe like once in a while, maybe you could prepare a couple of lines that are like for sure going to get the guards' attentions and like throw your voice once in a while. You know, use the echoes near the docks to draw the guards off away from the ship. Throw my voice, you say, project as if I am on the stage. As if in the theater. Yeah, you know, I used to, I I gotta admit, before I heard that banger that you dropped on the docks, like, just pulled it out of your pocket, I was a little skeptical. But I'm a pretty true believer now. I mean, you had an effect on those people. So why don't you prepare, you know, a few lines so that we can break those bad boys out whenever we need to distract the guards and, and keep them away from the ship. What? Were you saying something to me? 
Caden from the other side of the from the other side of Quizix, like, what should those what should those lines be, Torin? Well, like, you know, if I heard like if we were on a ship, like firefight would be one that you know, that let people know that 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 there were like guns firing. Um you know, if you said like I mean, just the word fire usually gets people moving pretty fast. Milo, uh, Milo, Milo, Milo. Yeah, one, what is it, boy? One more. Mm. Oh, Kate, boy. Is your Kate, last one, Kate, though. Kaden makes a subtle no more gesture. I don't know. Listen, Quizzic, you're pretty good at coming up with them on the fly, so just remember this. Like, I think if you can throw your voice away from the ship, if yeah, that's something... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, boy. Here we I'll go. do a lot. <laughs> And we're back in the present. I have used prestidigitation to throw my voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've used Roll. I've used thaumaturgy to do that, of of course, because that that is actually one of the abilities of that cantrip. Roll a performance or a deception check with advantage because I you have prepared for this. Thank you. Know which one <laughs> I'm going to roll. So good. That's a dirty 10. 20 on performance. Plus 10. <clears throat> I forgot you have a, t- a plus 10 I got on performance. A, I got a 20 on a plus 10. It's shameful, actually. <laughs> he rolled a 3 and a 10 and got a 13 and a 20. <laughs> what does Quizic project to distract the guards? Obviously, there was a firefight. You just scream, there was a firefight? Duh. It's a reference <laughs> to a cult classic. Listen, if you hear that coming, if you're a guard and you hear that coming from an alley in the city, it is literally your job to go check it out. It is. They've got to. Uh, yeah. You so you throw your voice, roll a twenty, and you hear uh, a different voice kind of squeak up and say, "I I think it's coming from this way, guys." Uh, as lieutenant over there, under there, uh directs his men to go inspect the alley. We've, we've got to secure that alley. I hear there's a firefight. All right, that should buy us some more time. Can I please get into the captain's quarters now? You go into the captain's quarters. I'm there too. Excellent. Uh, the captain's quarters are one of the few areas of the ship that doesn't seem like it saw uh, a ton of action. Uh, it, it is still very well in, in keeping... Um, mostly because everything's bolted down because that's what happens on ships because they rock a lot and you don't want shit sliding everywhere. But there are a couple objects of note within this room. And boys, I'm going to let you know, I pulled this one straight from the D&D Puzzles for Toddlers second edition. That's so an actual go. book. All right, thinking caps, boys, thinking caps. Uh... He went advanced. <laughs> he, he went advanced on us. I, I, I cracked out the second volume, and and I put the puzzles for infants uh, away. So this is going to be a hard one, okay? I feel like there they're are still couple... insulting us, but at this point, it's quite accurate. <laughs> we're, uh, we're not good at, at doing these things. We're fantastic there are at puzzles. A couple of uh, interesting features to this room. The first hey, being hey, a sturdy oak desk, which stands in the middle of the room, Okay. So there doesn't appear to be any papers on it. No papers. It's only hallmark. It's a set of brass scales, oxidized green from their life at sea, and affixed to the head of the desk. One pan, hanging heavier than the other, has a brass olive branch 
affixed to it. The other pan is empty. Behind the desk is a gold-framed oil painting, but the canvas has a great slash across it. In one corner of the room, there is a mannequin with a a realistic, though lifelike, face, wearing a set of standard-issue green and gold Nilfessen armor. And finally, on the far wall, you see an ornate antique mirror. Age makes the image in the mirror appear smoky. It bears some inscription on its frame, written in a fine, elvish script. What do you do? I cast uh, Detect Magic with Eldritch Sight. Oh, cool. Uh, Casting Detect Magic on this, you get clear pings coming off of the mirror, and uh, definitely coming off of the scales. Um, there appears to be some magical components in them. Uh, the mirror is, is doing some sort of illusory magic, and the scales is doing some kind of not illusory magic, and I don't know what the school is for it. So I'm going to, one second, I'm going to tell you the school, and that school, Isn't that based off of the spell, based off the spell that I'm looking up, is transmutation. Bum, bum, bum. Transmutation. Illusion. Okay. What do you do? Caden goes and stands in front of the mirror. You go and stand in front of the mirror. Uh, It is a, again, this old antique mirror. It's kind of got those like black specks that you see in older vintage mirrors. Uh, It's got this nice uh, kind of wood carved, but like silver gilded frame around it. And it's got this Elvish script up top. Can you read Elvish? I can. It's well, no, I actually can't because it's not listed in my languages. I can speak common and abyssal. Cool. Uh, looking into the mirror, you do see the contents of the room there. Uh, it, again, it looks kind of hazy because it's this old ass mirror, uh, and that is what you you see with it. What are the other folks doing? Oh, I point out to Quizzic that both the mirror and the scales are magic. Hmm. I go investigate the painting. You go get the painting with the slash in it. Uh, Roll me an investigation check. I whisper something under my breath and give you guidance. Ooh. So you can add a D4 to to your roll. I will. Ten. A total of 10. Um, You look at this oil painting uh, and kind of play with the canvas that has been slashed and kind of curled on itself uh, to see a portrait painting of uh, some sort of elvish admiral uh, looking statelily out of the frame uh, right back at you. Um, But it is otherwise just a a fancy schmancy painting. Where is the slash located on the painting? The slash goes uh, right across this being's face. Yikes. Perhaps some animosity towards this historical figure? I don't know. I rolled a 10. <laughs> I rolled a 10. It's not very good. What is, uh, what's Gordon doing in here? Uh, well... If the mirror is written in Elvish, Gordon's going to go read it, because that's a, that's a proficiency he has. Hey! You go up to the, the mirror and look at the little script up top, and, it, and it's kind of like, 
very, very old writing, kind of like when you read old-timey English and it's kind of ugly, but you kind of get the gist and can translate it into English, and it, it reads out two lines, which says, Divert unwanted eyes from me, or else I shall my secrets keep. Mm. Divert unwanted eyes from me, or else my secrets I shall keep. Are you relaying that to the group? I do relay that to the group. I couldn't do both remembering what he said and the character voice at the same time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How are the painting and the uh, mirror situated towards one another? Um, the mirror is kind of on a sidewall and can see all of the other main features of the room in it. Um, the painting is on the back wall behind the desk. If I'm still standing in front of the mirror, can I see the painting from the mirror? You can see the frame of the painting, sure. Mm-hmm. The frame, Just the frame? Like the edge of it? Oh my god. I take the painting off of the wall and put it in front of the mirror. <laughs> The you, put the you put the painting in front of the mirror. Yeah. Okay. It um, explodes. Nothing, we all die. Nothing happens. Fireball trap goes. <laughs> <laughs> we summoned the demon lich that was supposed to show up later in the campaign. At last, I am awakened. Who are you? Um, no. What the fuck? It's the demon. The demon lich. Um, no, nothing happens. You hold this picture in front of the thing, and nothing happens. Torin, what are you up to in here, big guy? Is there anything heavy-looking? Expensive, you mean? Anything heavy-looking? I mean, like, this desk. This desk looks like a fucking unit. Like it is a a big old thing there, and it's been bolted in, so it's like extra. How how I'm gonna uh, do an investigation on the desk? Hell yeah! Okay, roll me an investigation check. I whisper the same thing and give you guidance. Nice. So you get an added plus four to that. Uh, D4. 15 plus. <laughs> Thanks. One. Hey, 16 is pretty good. A 16. Um, it, it's an older and weathered desk, but it's, it's you know, made very finely. Um, you kind of like open up drawers and rattle around and you don't find anything in it. It looks like all the contents have been removed. Um, it's got this set of scales sitting on the end of it. And that looks like it is kind of firmly connected and bolted into the desk itself as well. And with a 16, because it's a, uh, a good roll, um, you're kind of like poking around and looking at it. Uh, it, it. It seems bigger than it needs to be. Like the dimensions are larger than it would need for the kind of doors and drawers that it currently has. And so you're, you don't know what's going on with the extra space in it. Hey Gordon, uh, come take a look at this. There's so there's these drawers that are not big enough to take up the space of the desk, and there's nothing really of substance in the desk, but it's too big and ornate to have nothing in it. I think um, it reminds me of an old bed we used to have at the farmhouse that you take off one of the bedposts, and Mom used to hide her jewelry in there. And I'm thinking there might be something more to this than is going on. Yes, I shall take a look. Uh, and so I do that. Roll that investigation check. It's not helpful. What we got here? Uh, it's an eight. 
Um, Does he get advantage because I, mean, I like hit, said, "Hey, this desk, fucky." You may, yeah, you can roll with advantage. Sure, it's not better. Oh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I got eight and seven. Um, yeah, I mean, you're you're guided by Torin's uh, uh, own investigation of it, and you kind of go and do a, kind of a a check after him and stuff. Uh, but you don't see any like discernible like extra hinges and stuff. It it looks like it's just a solid desk that's not got anything super exciting happening with it. Well, you're right about the the extra space, but uh, they were perhaps more clever than I'm used to in in hiding the hiding their secrets. Hey, and I hey, turn around it- from the corner of the room and I say. Or did I? And we flash back. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a flashback in the flashback zone. Set the scene. Tell me where we at. All right. So we are in uh, Castellanter's uh, study, uh, studying many maps and and going over plans of this heist. And I say, hmm, no, no. Uh, we're leaving too much of this to chance. Gordon, you know how sometimes you do things? Yes. And sometimes, uh, maybe more or less or more often, uh, they're not very good. Yes. Caden, <laughs> is he drunk right now? Uh, I can he's, never tell with him. He's usually drunk. Does your just friend always neg you? Is that just... Sorry, he, I'll he, put out. He, no, 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 no. He also does that too. No, no, no! I'm not trying to. Uh, you're completely missing the point. We're all standing. We're all standing well away from Gordon, <laughs> so it definitely feels like he's being singled out right now. <laughs> well, my point is, maybe you could do those things better instead of worse. Is all I'm saying. Did you have maybe a, a specific idea in mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I do, and let me sing you this song. Well, and we flash forward again, and I'm finishing my song that I started back in Castellaner's Tower, and I say, that's the end of that, and you get bardic inspiration for a D8. (laughs) So dumb. You flash back to give him bardic inspiration? That's the best use of a flashback there. Absolutely burning on stupid shit. Uh, I am a, yes. A seven, holy shit. You got a 15 on your investigation now. Um, now looking through, you knock around and, you know, you've you've done this thing before. You've you've stolen from from some, you know, well-established Stolen folk. some jewelry out and of some bedposts? Just you know, you've you've stolen jewelry out of Thorin's grandma's bedpost. bedpost or whatever, um, and so you know that you know the game, and you start tapping around, and you find a hollow section, uh, which would otherwise should be solid wood, and so you have you have found you are certain a secret compartment in within this desk, but again, see no uh, discernible hinges or or anything about it. What did you find, Gordon? Well, this this chamber's hollow, but uh, I can't quite... And I'm just quite... looking at my fingernails now. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite see how to open it yet, but... Uh... Um, hey, Quizzic, can you do another one of those 
voice. Actually, let's real quick. Can we could we see where the guards were from here, Dex? Like if I peek out the window, there's a little portal, and you can see like someone with a lantern is like going through an alley nearby, uh, still looking for uh, the firefight. Um. Okay. I hit that part of the desk with my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty loud. Um, roll oh, 23 and an 8. The you... desk doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> Explode the desk. <laughs> Joke's on you. Desk is made out of adam- adamantine. Yeah, you slap into this and you, I mean, it's fucking wood. You know the, the drill with this. And yet, when your hammer sinks into this thing, it it barely leaves a dent in this thing. Um, so some something is happening here that you are unsure about, but you did not make much effort or headway into this desk at all. Can I take the olive branch? The you said it was an olive branch on the scale. There is an olive branch fused to one pan. Yes. Oh, it's fused. Yeah, it's part of the uh, the sculpture there on the desk. Can I see where the mannequin is looking? Sure, yeah, the mannequin is, is looking out from the corner to the rest of the chamber. Can I turn the mannequin around? Uh, you absolutely may. You can go over and, and check to see if the mannequin moves at all, and as you kind of touch it and, and give it a little turn, it's kind of on this little piston, and it turns around and faces the corner. Is anybody looking at the... I look in the, the mirror. <laughs> um, real quick, what, are you, what did you do with the painting? I hung it back up. Okay. Uh, the painting hung back up. The mannequin turned around. You look into the mirror, and uh, it has gone totally milky gray. Uh, it, is, it is completely obscured, uh, like you're halfway right in solving this puzzle. Hmm. Take the painting back down. <laughs> I take the painting back down and put it in front of the mirror. <laughs> Gordon, could you remind our our good friends what the mirror said? The mirror said they shouldn't look at it, so hide the painting. Oh, right. Put the painting I on the, the wall painting backwards. <laughs> this is why I got the for toddlers version of the puzzles. You should have stuck with the infants. My dude. <laughs> We've graduated. <laughs> um, you. Flip, what did you do with the painting? You flipped it around I and flipped, hung it back up? Yeah, we flipped it around. Okay, you flipped it I was, around and I, hung no, it no, back no. up. No, no, no. What actually happens is Caden sees Gordon turn the mannequin around, looks at the mirror, notices the change, gets super excited, takes the painting off of the wall again, turns to the mirror, turns to bring it in front of the mirror, only to see Gordon shaking his head, <laughs> and then goes back to the wall, flips the painting around, and then hangs it up. Uh, excellent. The looking in the mirror, it is now clear, and it appears to show the room that you all are in again. Uh, but roll whoever's looking into the mirror, roll an investigation check because now you're doing those spot the difference challenges in a mirror. 21. Holy shit! Caden rolled a twenty-one, and Gordon rolled an eighteen, and Quizic rolled a seventeen, Holy and Torin critted. Damn, those <laughs> he, he are the crit most. It still got a nineteen. That's a that's a <laughs> not a yeah. smart man. I did it. Um, you guys all see it at the same time and like basically point to it. On the scales in the mirror, you see a dagger, uh, and the dagger has been weighted heavier than the olive branch. Well, in the mirror, we've seen that, but not in IRL. 
Not IRL. Not in IRL life. Can I take the Nilfessen dagger that I pulled out of the chest downstairs and put it on the other side of the scales? Uh, you do, and the scales start to creak and tip down very slowly until the dagger weights its pan heavier than the olive branch. And uh, as soon as the olive branch and the, the dagger come to a rest, you hear a click come from the other side I, of the I desk. That I heard panel. a click. You're in that secret panel? <laughs> Gordon was inside the desk the entire time? Um, very, very good. Uh, inside the desk, you see three things. One is a very small glass bottle with a cork in it, with an inky black liquid inside. Uh, there is a scroll rolled up, and there is a leather-bound book. Um, I take them. I'm gonna take the bottle and the scroll, but I'm gonna hand Caden the book, and just like oh, give him oh, give him a book, wink. Am my book boy now? <laughs> Your book boy now? Haha, <laughs> very funny. I open up the book. And I mentioned I like books one time, and all I get for my birthday is books. I stole a book one time, and now I'm fucking book boy. Are you? You serious? know how much re- you have to like books to steal a book? Oh my god. <laughs> so much. You're all insufferable. <laughs> I have already I have already started reading the if book. If I had now. stolen cash, would people start handing me cash? Depends. Have you stolen or cash? Caden, you crack open the book and start looking through it, and you definitely can make out numbers for dates and stuff, but this is all written in Elvish, uh, and so that's a no-go for you. I hand the book back to Gordon. Every- <laughs> okay. <laughs> You open the book, we'll start with that, this leather-bound book, uh, and translating from Elvish, uh, Gordon, you read aloud, Captain's Log, Day 13, 11.05 a.m. Privateer spotted 15 miles, uh, nautical miles southwest of Vuxub Island, but kept his distance, heavy fog in area. Later that day, at 13.53, the damned fool engaged us. The boys can... Hardly believe our luck. We've been spoiling for a fight since the campaign was announced. Five Nilfessen gunships against a barnacled old junker. And reading the scroll, uh, this rolled up parchment uh, is in a much more dignified script, and it has a a seal of the Nilfessen Empire at the bottom, uh, which states, Orders are to proceed to Redivast Isle for remote testing of weapon and preparation for campaign. Existence of the weapon is classified. Ensure there are no witnesses. Official stance is that these are combat exercises only. Seradric should be more than capable of containing the weapon if things got out of hand. And as you're reading this little note, a scrap of parchment falls out and is also in Elvish. Uh, and it's a quote that says, Rise, daughter of Scylla, and claim these seas again. I take all of them and store them safely in my on my person. Tell the gang that I will... Now's not the time, but I will I will share this information with you later. Oh, you don't share this with us. Okay. I, I you know what? I read it out loud whenever I read it. Okay. Hushed whispers. In hushed whispers, you you see so you read them out there. Um, the important question: What language do you read it out loud in? Ooh. I only speak common. Yeah, so. I I read it in common because that's what they understand. Okay. Cool. We all die. You read them. You read it out loud. Um, I'm scared now. You read it out loud uh, in common, and 
Would you care to examine our little inky bottle at this point? Actually, Gordon, let me take a look at that bottle real quick. I give it to him. I want to run an arcana check on this. So I'm staring intently at it, but uh, in my head, I'm going, what the fuck is this to my (laughs) currently silent passenger? And I'm going to roll an arcana check, which is a 14. A 14. So you're you're communicating uh, with... Uh, homeboy. He goes, What is it? The boy season two just came out, and you are interrupting this. What could possibly... It's not even as good as season one, like, objectively. What is it? It's a vial with inky black liquid in it. I just wanted to see if it's... If it's... Cool. Fine. Whatever. Ugh. Uh, and as you're staring there, uh... And you feel kind of the blessing of your patron uh, flow through you as he is reaching out through your body to examine this uh, this file. You see a, a yellow goat-like eye uh, brush across the bottle surface in this inky, inky water and then quickly disappear again. That looked like a goat's eye. The f- <laughs> the fuck <laughs> is something no one would fucking think dm first of all you don't look into a goat's eyes it's unnatural you know what a goat's eye looks like they look fucking weird it looks like my eyes and i look at Co- i look at Torin. <laughs> no one stares at quizzic um he reaches out and says <laughs> i don't know what is inside but it is some sort of magic keeping it there and keeping me out as well. I... I don't trust this very much. Uh, Caden takes... looks at the vial again, and then hands it back to Gordon and says, Keep this... safe. Do not break the glass. I have no fucking idea what this is, but it seems dangerous. I wrap it up in the... in some... some cloth and, and things. Make a safe little bundle in my pack for it. Gordon has the vial. Just a ca- casual note that uh, that Gordon has the vial. Excellent, excellent, cool, cool, well, cool. We definitely found stuff in this. We definitely found out what the ship is was doing. It's testing a weapon. Probably, I would think it has to be a magical weapon, right? I mean, just the the, the timeline. Well, we also know that the ship was attacked by a single vessel outside of Musub Island. Has anybody ever heard of that place? No. Nope. No. Yeah, neither have I. But it doesn't sound like that vessel put up much of a fight, and I, I, I don't think a single pirate ship was able to inflict this kind of damage, and I, I also think that whatever caused the damage to this ship, they probably didn't have time to write about. Sure, but also, two years ago, would we have guessed that Caden can speak to ghosts and see magic when he wants to. Or know what a goat's eyes look like. Exactly. Could, <laughs> could Quizzic have entranced the crowd with song and story? So anyway, we've at least answered <laughs> one of one of the th- four questions. It doesn't look like there are any survivors, though, but I guess we haven't checked the entirety of the ship. I believe we have more of the ship to search. Yeah, we better get a move on. Yeah, let's go to the lower deck. 
lowest deck? How many decks are there on the ship? Three? Uh, there is one more deck. And uh, as you go down into the bottom deck, uh, the back half of it is submerged and has been taking on water and has kind of been standing there. Uh, the front part, you can see a, a series of, of boxes. Uh, there's a, a room uh, to one side that has a couple of bunks. Um, what would you like to investigate? Quizzic, I can't see in the dark. Can you... Um, it costs effort for me to do that, so... Chick, 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 ching, chick, ching. We'll buy you a beer later. I, I light oh, a torch. Get... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you light a torch. You, you can see around in there. Fine, I cast um, dancing lights, but this is the last time. um yeah looking around you can you can see there are a a series of bunks in this one room uh they've got a couple little uh boxes there and you imagine that this would be cruise quarter um the larger stowage kind of looking around and sifting through it uh are uh like grains and meals so that they can cook stuff um would you roll an investigation check for going through the soldiers' stuff? A 13 for Torin, a 16 for Gordon. Um, a 22 for Caden. Th- oh, shit, I didn't see that. 22 for Caden and a 13 for Quizzic. Um, yeah, digging through uh, kind of this bunk room and looking around. Yeah, there's about 40 silver uh, in one, a combination of about two gold and a deck of playing cards in another. Uh, a third has a locket underneath their pillow, which you estimate to be about 30 gold. It's got a, uh, a handsome-looking uh, elven man inside of it. And uh, probably the creme de la creme in all of your searching. Caden, uh, you see a really nice-looking crossbow, a little hand crossbow that uh, you figure could probably fit in a pocket but uh, it is it is inlaid with kind of this elvish script on it, uh, but it looks to be in uh, really really good shape and like it could do more damage than a regular crossbow could. Interesting. Caden throws it at Gordon. Can't read this fucking elven shit. I, I read really the elvish on it. <laughs> uh, it it is just a, a smith's name. The uh, whoever was the master crafter of this particular item. I I hand it back uh, properly. Uh, point pointed away from him, and I just say it's the it's it's the maker's mark. Ah, love those drinks. <laughs> I flick one of the silver at Quizzic for his trouble doing the dancing lights. Yes. And I look at the other. I look at the other boys. I'm like, there's nothing else on this ship that could lead us to anything. Um, can I swim down into the sunken part and see what I can find? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I will let your 16 investigation roll for that as you kind of go through the bilge there. Um, these are nicer chests uh, that have kind of sunken under here. You. Um, just from being at Magic Camp and uh, being around Magic users, recognize these as a lot of spell components. Um, you know, wood shavings, 
uh, incense, all sorts of, of weird items that you would not normally expect on just a regular military vessel. Buckets um, of goat's eyes. So buckets many of goat's eyes. Just so many yeah. newts. <laughs> uh, and down here, you see a uh, a very nice looking pearl um, that's considerably large. Uh, you you pick that up and pocket it. You imagine that it's probably worth a solid two to three hundred gold to the right collector. Can I tie a rope around the handle for one of the chests and have Torin help me pull it out? That's my strength check to help Gordon pull a chest out of the water with a rope. Um, you pull a chest out of the water, uh, and it, and again, it has these all these spell components in there in these neat little trays, uh, sorted out by kind of value and use. Um, Torin, you can see there's some clearly some stuff there for. For holy magic, and then another tray. It looks to be all evocation spell items that you would need, but it's just a, a bunch of spell components. So much bat poop. Why is there so much bat poop in this chest? Um, it's a spell component for fireball. This is guano. <laughs> 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 I haven't tasted this since I was a boy. <laughs> um, don't don't eat it anymore of that, please. Tell me how to enjoy things. Um, I am. I uh, do a constitution, constitution saving throw to see if you get COVID. Oh, too <laughs> soon. Too soon. Oh, too soon. Sorry, Way it's too concurrent. Soon. Yeah, it's definitely it's too so soon. soon. It's not over. <laughs> um, too real. Too real. People listening to this five years ago, five years from now, are going to say the same thing. <laughs> Or five yep. years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah back put it back into the vault. Back in time. Uh, I'm going to go into the other side. Isn't there another side room? Um, it's just kind of general cargo storage down here, which you saw as like foodstuffs. Can we see any evidence of missing crates? Like, you know, dust or soot that settled on a around a square that doesn't have as much? Um, Based on all of your investigation throws you can see that uh, someone's been at it trying to scrub uh, blood out uh, and something was probably dragged through here um, but uh, you're not seeing anything else uh, really out of the ordinary everything else looks to be about in the same place and, and honestly where you're you're looking at it you can kind of see a little flag that's been pinned into the ground too like the watch has noted this as well Hmm. Hmm, indeed. That well, makes me think that there were, you know, survivors, but they weren't found, you know, they weren't on board when the ship crashed into the docks. Were there lifeboats on the top deck? Did anybody notice? Is that a thing that were on ships <laughs> in in the old times? Yeah, what, was the times? Safety, what were the safety measures in D&D times? Uh, Fantasy OSHA has long since regulated that you have to have at least uh, three uh, fantasy light boats on your fantasy ships. Yeah, but warships typically don't... Enough for at least, or at most, half the crew. <laughs> just the rich just the rich ones, though. Yeah, just the office officers and petty officers. <laughs> <laughs> the captain the captain and, the, pe- and the, the peons have to remain on the ship. Captain always goes down with the ship, we know that. Um, 
there's weird maritime law surrounding that if if they abandon ship before the crew wait is did the captain go off. down on this ship well we didn't find a body you've not found any bodies there are, the bodies have all been removed off of the ship um and to answer tor in your question there are no lifeboats that have been uh cast out based on the rigging that you saw up there earlier so as in there are no lifeboats or there are life would it be weird to see life i feel like lifeboats on a on a warship is like weird that's less room for cannons yeah i guess what i'm at so is what you're telling me that there should have been lifeboats and there were none or there were none but of course there weren't we haven't thought of that yet on a vessel this size, there would be two lifeboats hanging from the poop deck in the back. <laughs> and both of those lifeboats you noticed on your way in were still there. Hmm. Got it. Hmm. Are there any holes in the hull down here that are big enough for a man to have climbed through? Um, no, you're not. So, again, this is part of something that you noticed earlier. There didn't seem to be any cannon fire into the ship, you know, as you would normally expect from uh, a firefight or trying to figure out why the, the ship would lose its firefight, uh, <laughs> <laughs> would lose uh, its entire crew and have a, a mass broken, etc. cetera. Uh, that is not evident here. You see, you know, there's leaking because the hull is less secure than uh, it would have been if it hadn't run into a bunch of stone. But... Uh, you don't see any holes that are are like clearly discernible and people sized. Hmm. Hmm. Gents, I say we go back up and perhaps try to find where the guards have stored what they have removed. Yes, indeed. I think we're uh, reaching a saturation point here. Yeah, back upstairs. You all head back up. Let's take our pee break real quick. Let's all go get some pee. Pee I know. break. Pee, 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 Hey, everyone, it's me, Dexter, and I'm being extra quiet tonight because I am a, uh, I am now a proud papa of a baby that doesn't always love to sleep. And so you're going to keep that going. And that's my wife waking up, too. Whoa. Um... Hey, you know, thanks for sticking with us. We uh, had a little bit of a break there, and I can only assume it's going to be kind of crazy going here, going forward. So uh, I really love you guys, and uh, keep sticking with us. Thanks. Bye. What's next? We still need to get off the boat. Gordon's going to slip on this cloak that he found that he didn't tell anybody about yet. Cool new cloak, Gordon. Uh, 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 uh. That looks almost as cool as that blue tuxedo I borrowed from your dad, Caden. That tuxedo was pretty cool. Um, how are you wearing the cloak? Um, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Around his, around his waist, like an idiot, like a snuggie. Obviously wrong. (laughs) Exclusively wrapped around his Um, left leg. It's got, uh, again, it's got like a little sash around it, kind of like a. It would. Be maybe uh, uh, you'd see it in a bathrobe, but also has a hood. I mean, I'm I'm gonna button it up the whole way and, and put the hood on. Um, cool. Uh, other party members, as you're walking around, uh, note that your the the cloak 
kind of shimmers and changes a color a little bit uh, as it mimics the background of the boat and things that you're walking by. And it's kind of a little bit more difficult to uh, see Gordon. And for statistics of this, look up Cloak of Elvenkind, uh, which is if you have the hood up, Wisdom perception checks to see you have disadvantage and you have advantage on stealth checks made to hide as the colors, the cloak's color shifts to camouflage. Um, disadvantage on wisdom and charisma checks? Is that what you said? Perception. Oh. No, it's dis- disadvantage on perception checks to see you, advantage on dexterity checks to hide. Um, That's really good. And pulling up the hood or pulling it down requires an action. Okay. Um, We're moving off the ship. You all move off the ship, and since folks are getting tired and we don't want to kill this, we're going to propeller forward, uh, heading to uh, what an informant has told you is the uh, city guard slash coroner's office uh, where some of this stuff has been stowed. It's probably about 1.30 in the morning, you can see like a small lamplight on inside in the front room, uh, but it's got kind of the green and gold badge uh, hanging from a signpost out front, and it's, it's the closest uh, location to the ship itself. Is there like a, uh, a, a guard house in front of this thing? Is there like an on-duty watch person? There's, there doesn't appear to be anyone outside. Really, perception check. Mm. Okay. I slap you on the ass and give you guidance. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Whoosh. Good game. A perception check of thirteen plus four, seventeen. Uh, with that really good perception check, um, you look up and down the street, and it is, it's super quiet around here. You're not seeing anybody around on the sides of the building, and and peeking in. Through the leaded windows there outside, you can see a small gnomish man. Yeah, you you uh, blow onto it and rub it and uh, look in. You can see a small uh, gnomish man in a city guard uniform uh, at a desk, very drowsily scribbling something in a notebook. Is this the same guy that we berated? I was about uh, no, to this ask. is a gnome. That was that was a halfling. Okay, I thought he, and I'm pretty sure he died when the ship crashed into the dock. You don't know if he's been found yet. Well, there's only one way we're going to find out. This is all going according to plan, by the way. Flashback time. Okay. So we're in uh, Castle Lantern's study again. There's many an empty drink bottle around most of us? Why are you guys all getting hammered the night before <laughs> the big heist? This is no, 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 no. This not is the way this plans is... are drawn up. Could be our last night. It will be if we keep getting hammered. That's the point. So, <laughs> got my so the coroner's office is probably going to be not that guarded this late at night. What if? What if we could just like put someone to sleep? Do you guys have a spell for that or? I got rid of that spell. <laughs> it didn't seem I useful also, after level four. I have, I have the, I have the put them to permanent sleep spell. That's not what we want. Um, can our host give us a scroll for putting someone to sleep? We all stare and hmm. look at Castle Lantern. 
let me go see if I've got one in the archives. And uh, he walks off to like the edge of the room and taps a panel on the floor and just jumps into it like it wasn't even there. Uh, And you hear some clinking and clanking coming around from somewhere around you. It doesn't appear to go orthogonally just straight down. It's kind of all over the place. And then about 45 seconds later, he pops back up, uh, springing up from the same tile with a scroll in his hand. He says, I think this should do the trick for you then, gentlemen. Just be discreet. Discreet is our middle name. I'm very worried about the success of this plan. I feel ill. And you pinwheel back into the present. Caden reaches into his bag and pulls out the sleep scroll and whips it open and reads the incantation. Now, question. Because I'm a warlock, am I only allowed to cast this at level three? Roll me a d20. Man, Dexter, did you Google the highest resolution goat eye picture you could find? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is just glaring You're at us. We're gonna be my on dude. a watch list now for making. Yeah, for this is great. That thing. This is super oh, I didn't cool. realize how how uh, that's a really nice goat eye. Nice goat eye. Guys are awful. The hypno goat. Anyway, I rolled a three. Uh, uh, it is unfortunately only a level three spell scroll. Only a level three spell scroll. Here we go. So, Caden opens it up, looks at it, hands it to Quizzic, and says, do your thing. How many How many Ds of what's do I roll? 5D8. You are rolling 9D8. Damn! 5D8 for the base and 2D8 for each additional slot. 45. Uh, you rolled 8. Uh, wowee, 45. I feel fairly confident. Uh oh! The guard had forty-six hit points. <laughs> uh, no, the guard had sixteen hit points. But they have—they're a gnome, and they have some resistance to magical effect. Uh, I'm not sh- sure that is a thing for sleep. It might not apply to sleep, like an elf would. Nope, nothing about being put nope. to sleep. Okay, those are elves. You're good. Uh, this guy who's been scribbling his notebook, head propped up on his hand. His, his forehead just flops forward, and he passes out on the table. This guy's going to get in so much trouble for this, I kind of feel bad. We'll be All right. fine. Sneaky boy, why don't you sneak in there and do your thing? Um, if he wakes up, I'm going to come in and make a bunch of racket. Um, Me too, and I'll stay guard. Okay. Kaden looks at Gordon, snaps his fingers, we both turn invisible, and then we go through the front door. Very good, let's go. <laughs> so, Torn, Torn and Gwizzik are hanging out outside and the sneaky boys are going in? Yes. Yo. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, you proceed through the cluttered uh, and what would normally be a frantic city guard uh, office to the back and down a set of stairs to uh, where the coroner's office is. Um you see it at the end of the hallway there. It's a thick steel door with a small window that cordons off where the morgue is. Um, what are you all doing? I look through the window to see if there's anybody in the... Perceive things for me. Okay. 
Wow, you rolled double sevens? Amazing. Double sevens is pretty cool. Um, and a 13 for Caden. Gordon rolled a seven. Um, yeah, looking through there, you can see it's kind of got like a, a whitish light on in there. Um, there is a wall on the back that has the the stainless steel... Uh, People refrigerators. Mm-hmm. People refrigerators, yeah, I think they're called like cold lockers or some shit. No, not um, anymore. They're not. They're people refrigerators. They got people refrigerators there, and there are uh, three steel tables sitting in the middle of the room. Uh, each of them has a, a white sheet over the body. There's also a smaller table uh, just in front of the first one uh, that appears to have like a steel pan and like a little book on top. Um, yeah, also with a thirteen, because there's not anything going on in this room. Uh, there is a brown bag at the far end of the room where you can see kind of a glint of of metal coming out of it. I whisper to where I think Gordon is. Actually, no. I use uh, Awakened Bind to tell Gordon we're in the clear, and I open up the door. Okay. Uh, you proceed into this room. Uh, you've got the three bodies on tables uh, and the smaller table with pans and stuff on it. Did you say pans or hands? It's a it has a pan and and I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm very it's tired. It's a pan so. full of hands. It's a <laughs> it's a pan, pan and hand. Everyone loves pan hands. Uh, Caden is gonna go to the brown bag, brown paper bag, and look inside. Uh, yeah, in the brown bag, there you are seeing uh, a number of uh, personal effects. Um, there is a coat of armor and a, a saber um, uh, and, and kind of like general detritus that would be on uh, a person that came to the morgue. Uh, but it looks like personal effects. Uh, those are the, the only ones that are any kind of interesting within the assorted uh, stuff. Looking, <clears throat> looking at the armor, does it look to be any battle scarring, scorch marks... Is it city guard armor? Uh, it's not city guard armor. It is. It is an elven armor. Um, it's got these kind of uh, green leaved uh, breastplates, uh, but it, it doesn't appear to be too dinged up. There's a couple like minor scratches on it, but nothing like. It is still useful, you'd think. If you were to put this into armor terms for D&D. What kind of armor is this? <laughs> uh, this is a kind of, of leather armor oh, leather. that elves okay. would wear. Um, okay. Um, Gordon, you want to do anything? Uh, I want to see the, the bodies under the sheets. Okay. Um... You pull back the the sheets on them, and you see, um, kind of going through the the line. You pull back the first sheet and see uh, it's kind of an elven man. He's got a couple of cuts, uh, but you can tell his his neck is uh, kind of busted. Um, you pull back the second sheet. There's maybe a couple of bigger cuts on it. Uh, again, neck appears to be harmed. And as you uh, pull back the third sheet. Um, this being is a human man kind of with a beard and, uh, 
their head is turned completely the wrong way around their body. So are they chest up, head face, uh, face on the table, or are they face up, back up? Uh, they are chest up, face on table. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, this is beyond my skill to heal. Uh, I believe all, I, I didn't think you could heal anybody to begin with, Gord. I think that's true that's, for all living that's, people. That's quite the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a perception check. Both of us or just him? Both of y'all. 14 and an 11. 14 and 11. Um... Yeah, while you're while you're looking through these these tables there, um, and kind of figuring out the lay of the land, uh, you hear a slight brushing behind you, uh, and uh, as you turn around, you see a being fall from the ceiling and shut the door behind you, locking it. Shit! Oh, very good. Well. We're still, we are still invisible. We're still invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all are still invisible, but this thing uh, is uh, is outside. Do Torn and Quizzic see this? Uh, y'all are still downstairs. First thing I want to do is I want to go into the bag of effects and take anything that is personally identifying or uh, ident- signifies rank. Um, I want to leave most of it there, but I want to take, like, small, high-information content items. Okay. Um, high-information, yeah. Like, like are, there, uh, are there medals or, or some kind of insignia pinned to the, to the armor? Um, his wallet, subway, sandwich card, club. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many punches did he have left until he got a free breakfast taco? Yeah, he, he has, he's got his Panera points card in there. Uh, and uh, he's oh, he was so close to getting a, a free half sandwich, half bowl. That's Fuck. the real tragedy here. Blockbuster <laughs> video card that he's holding on to just in, yeah, case, just in video, case video rentals come back. I think there's the one in like Oregon or some shit. Um, uh, yeah, no, you, you find like on that armor there, there are a couple insignias. Uh, that would would signify rank if, if that's what you're going for. Yep. Uh, and you are going to pull those off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excellent. Not like tear. I want to take the a dagger out and like cut the thread. Like I I I want it to look like we didn't take anything, even though I'm taking stuff. I wonder what's going on in there. Well, how long has it been? Didn't we say a half an hour before we would come in and? Yeah, and it appears that it's been about an hour and 41 minutes already, so... <laughs> oh, I didn't bring a watch, sorry. I didn't know if that was, like, you were gonna or if I was gonna, and I we're, don't have Realistically, one, so. we've literally only been in the building for 10 minutes. <laughs> As you are sifting through stuff, uh, Torn and Quizzic, uh, you all see the front door open, and... A elvish male uh, comes walking out in city guard uniform uh, and turns to you, looking somewhat suspiciously, and says, "Can I, can I help you, gentlemen? Can we help can you, we help? Yeah. gentlemen? That's not exactly how this works. Um, I've got to make rounds, but uh, 
if you have anything, you can always count on the guard. And uh, he proceeds to walk away. Uh, as he's walking away, I... Smite. What, are you just, leave it? <laughs> You're just leave, leaving your post? <laughs> Is this your shift? You just, like, walk out of a building and then, and then leave? What are you doing? It's... I have to go on patrol. Someone told me there might be a firefight somewhere. Yes. Yes, indeed. Does that get me anything? Divine sense. You use your action until the end of your next turn. So know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of you. That's not behind total cover. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, and this is like a smell thing, right? Um, <laughs> sure, fuck it. He smells uh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a scent based thing. You you just give a big whiff, and and this thing smells undead as all hell. Uh, I I I grab my hammer and I as the guy turns away, I grab my hammer and I give Quizzic the old for for the listeners. Oh yeah, a very knowing look and a nod. Unfortunately, Quizzic knows exactly what that means. Um. I want to... I was just joking about the spite, but now might be a good time to smite. <laughs> I want to cast this on him. Compelled duel. The creature must make a wisdom save. If they fail, they have disadvantage when attacking creatures besides you. They must make a wisdom oh. save to move more than 30 feet from you. And they only have to pass the save once in order to move freely for the rest of their turn. That's a fucking good spell. That's a very good spell. Hey, what's the what's the verbal component that you yell at him to compare compel him to duel you? <laughs> I I think it's I think it's wanna something fight? that's in, I think it's something <laughs> you want to fight. <laughs> I think it's something that uh, the words Torin doesn't know because they're in Fey, but like like I think that this type of you know paladin is finds things that are unnatural abhorrent, and so like it's like a reflex almost like. Torin's eyes kind of like get a little roll backy, and some fey comes out of his mouth directed at this thing. So I, I rolled the wisdom save privately because I didn't want to give away what this thing was, uh, though I'm sure you all have an idea. And he fucking crit it. Um, so he turns around to look at you just for a second and then just breaks off in a sprint, uh, running away down the alleyway. Huh. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the morgue. <laughs> so, should should we ro roll for initiative? So, I don't want to... I have another thing I want to do, but I want to give Quizzic the chance to act since we kind of... Me and Dickface Magoo already went. Yeah, hit it. Uh, let's roll some initiative there. Should Caden and I also roll? Uh, yeah, y'all can roll and you can use your turn to figure out how the fuck to get out of that locked room. Oh, that's easy. I'm in here with a rogue. Gordon, you're up first. Um, so we don't know that this thing is out there yet. Um, no, but we have a pretty good idea that if it locked us in a room, it didn't yeah, want us to get out. Gordon is going to go and try and unlock that door. Hit me. Oof. 24. Uh, 24... Yeah, you stick a, a kind of like a, a blackjack. You just you pull it out of a boot or something and slide it right through the door. Pop! It just it comes open almost like it was like okay. Yeah, their security is atrocious. 
It's to be a fair, most people aren't be, getting out yeah, of there. Yeah, to be fair, nobody's trying to leave a morgue. <laughs> Why does it even lock this direction? <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, that's don't DM you, bullshit. Don't you want Gordon notices that the key is on the inside. Say don't what? you want potentially stuck people in this room to be able to get out? <laughs> yeah, that seems like a, a desirable feature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are you doing anything else with your turn? Just moving, moving upstairs. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and get out of the building. Okay. Uh, with your movement, you'll be able to get up to the the next floor, but not out to the street yet. Except I have cutting action and can move again. You could do that. Goddamn. Uh, yeah. You you fly out the door, uh, and you are onto the street with your party. Gordon, or uh, who's next? Caden, your turn. Uh, Caden's going to do a quick once over again in the morgue. Did we figure out what was in the pans? Uh, you look at the the table there. It's got a pan that has like surgical equipment and stuff there, and there is this like little folder uh, sitting there with a couple documents on the table. Caden doesn't have time to read, so he grabs the folder, stuffs it into the inside pocket of his jacket, and then bolts out the door. I like it. Um, so you are, you will not make it all the way out because no, you use your action I, to pick stuff up. Yeah, I don't have super speed. I dig it. Um, Toran, it is your turn. How far is this bad boy from me? He is about 45, 50 feet or so. Because he got a, a action to turn. Yeah. And run. Um, I am going to cast Misty Step. Hell yeah. To nice. catch, action, getting close. To catch up to him. So thir that's 30 feet, and then do the rest of my action to run to see if I can, you know, get caught up to him for the next turn. Cool. Uh, yeah, you are going to get up to him then. Are you going to do... Oh, Misty Step was a bonus action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Mm, yeah, I'll, I'll just try to hit him. Um, uh, wait, what is... What trip? Can I trip him? How does tripping work? Um... You you could try and grapple. I don't know about trip because that's a thing for Battlemaster. Oh, is it? Okay. Like, um, sixteen. To uh, hit. Sixteen to hit uh, does hit, and he will take ten damage um, as he is struck by your warhammer. Um, ten damage. So we do. I didn't think we were going to actually do this fight right now. Uh, next up, it is this Elven Man's turn. Um, and seeing now a third person join him on the street, uh, uh, Gordon, he isn't is... Gordon still? Oh no, I did a thing, so I'm not invisible anymore. Um, no, no. you're you're still invisible. You haven't attacked or uh, oh, shit. done anything, so you are still invisible. Okay. Just kidding. Um, the Elven Man uh, is going to run and jump onto the side of a building and start climbing up. Um. And just totally attempt to get the fuck away from you all. Um, so he has gotten about... What's your movement speed? He's gotten about 30 feet, uh, 15 feet up the side of this building. Uh, and that will be his turn. It is now Quizzic Lang. Uh, am I in range of Torin? I don't think I am. Torin's about 45 feet ahead yeah, of you. Not, not gonna, what about Gordon? Can't uh, see him. You can't see Gordon, but would be close. Shit. Well, I got nothing. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can move and get in range enough. Sure, I, I use my movement 
I use my movement as my turn. Ugh. And what you do it, Quizzy? I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything for this. If I if I, if I can't get in range of any of my bros, I can't do shit. You can move. You can move to try to cut him off on the other side of these buildings. Can I do that? I mean. Oh uh, yeah, you can start running around uh, through the alley to try and cordon off a sure, an escape I, or something. Sure, uh, I head him off at the pass. And as a bonus action, I'm going to inspire Torin. Hmm. Hey, Torin. Yeah. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Good. You run to catch him. You run to cut him off, Quizzic. Torin like goes into game mode because he hates this thing. He instinctively hates it a lot. So I want to try something that's probably illegal. But I'm going to try it anyway. Uh, Torin looks up at the bell tower and hears it chime one. And he says, Gods, he's late. He's never late. <laughs> uh, and we flash back to us planning with Castellanter's driver for the getaway vehicle that we were going to take after we recovered the information. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> it's real good. Uh, it's, the, it's the same dickbag page boy that came and got you in the city. Ugh. And and you want me to use the good horses to drive you some places? What I'm hearing, per the employ of Sir Castellanta. <laughs> but this, uh, you're going to stink up the whole carriage. It's going to cost me. Uh. Does he want this job done? We beat today. <sighs> Fine. Um, you can use the cheap carriage, but we need the good horses. That's. Oh, we do have that cheap carriage. Okay, fine. And we spin back to the the uh, the present, and a, a very ordinary-looking horse carriage that was just coming along slowly, seeing the commotion you all are having in the speed uh, in the street, uh, breaks from a trot into a full canter, and it's just galloping down the way for you all. You're still invisible. Yeah, Gordon's in gonna try and just like swing up on it. Oh, I can run cool. alongside and, and um, swing up on. Roll me a, an athletics check. Acrobatics check. Acrobatics would work too. 21. That's this full on Legolas combat mounting the horse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably looks dope as hell. Uh, so, what I want to do is I want to wait until it goes past and swing up and let my momentum carry me behind it so I end up on top of the carriage. Metal. Metal. It is fucking done. Uh, and you are on top of this uh, carriage, and he calls out, is shit going south? Do we need to go? Uh, I point out the the elven man still, to him. Still, invi- still invisible. He can't see me, but he can hear me, but I can, I can talk to him. Fair enough. I point out the elven man uh, up on the roof, and I say, follow that fuck. Um, and I, I would like to shoot an arrow at that guy if I can. Uh, probably not. That's probably too I, much one turn. I think that's a lot of 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 action hopping up onto the short heart. Yeah, uh, I think that's gonna gonna be it. But you've got a fucking hustling ride right now. Yeah, what and... a nice scene to start the next episode with. <laughs> <laughs> um. We will pause it there as Gordon comes out fucking... Fucking swashbuckling style. Just straight up stagecoaching it out here. Uh, 
Thank you all for listening to the Good Night I Love You Guys podcast. And thank you boys for staying up till 1030 to participate in the Good Night I Love You Guys podcast. I'm so sorry to my old man friend Tom, who just had a birthday. Uh, I've been your DM, Dexter. This is Alex playing Caden Lux saying good night. I love you guys. This is Matt playing Gordon. This is Fish playing Torin. And I am Qu- It's 1039. Uh, Quizzic Lang. Good, good night. night. I love, I love, you, guys. Guys. I love you guys.